0: Here it is, new music from Damien Binder. His new album, Brightside, is out on Friday, and we find Damien at home in Perth, where he reveals why it's been seven long years between records.
1: They're very expensive, and when you're, it's not your full-time job, it's sort of like, um, well, you, you put every your heart and soul into it, uh, and you know quite a lot of your money, and um, you know you you it, it kind of exhausts you. You do it all, and you you. you you try and play, and 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 you put all this effort into it, and then and then you know you have to start again, again basically, you know. Um, and you right. know, you've also got to have something to say. Time has got to go by. You've got to have experiences. You've got to have something to to talk about. And um, you know that was certainly the case with this one. I, I had songs, you know, and I I would write all the time and I would play all the time, but um, you know when when you finally get enough that you're happy with and that's when you you record and and circumstances. There's been a lot of changes over the last few years, as you would know. Um, and yeah. you know, it's just it's just time went by, and it was the right time. So here we are again, five, six, seven years later, whatever. This new album. I'm like, I say, yeah, I so joke. Like, album
0: was out in 2016.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like Pink Floyd. I basically yeah, just. So put, when did
0: this one start <laughs> to formulate for you?
1: Um, it. When, when we moved, actually, um, I, it sort of set out a whole lot of, uh, a lot of lot of creativity, a lot of, and over the next few years, since 18, 2018, 19, 20, things happened. And I, um, I realized that, you know, my priorities in life were, were things that I had to get right. And so I put music more towards the front of that um, and everything else second or third so it's about, it's about having a, a work-life balance and I think when I was in Sydney it was it was out of balance I was in uh, a very stressful full-time job and I loved it but it was I was a manager in this wine place and um, I put everything my heart and soul into because I you know I really care about what I do and um, it just took a it took more out of me that it put into me you know Um, so I just realized, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not having the things that I really love at the front of my life I'm putting them in the back. So I changed that around. So priorities was a big thing and, um, moving to Perth, you know, moving to a new town, um, it does spark sometimes a lot of creativity and your optimism and, you know, you're also reflecting back on your past life and so forth. So there's a lot of things looking forward, looking back. Um, and with a new sort of creative impetus that I had, it sparked a whole bunch of songs.
0: So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So
1: the title of the album is
0: Bright Side. The opening track is called Bright Side. Uh, it's also been released as a single. So tell me a little bit about the Bright Side uh, concept here and the song.
1: the song's not particularly bright in terms of its subject matter it's um, it's kind of dark <laughs> but um, right. the chorus goes into a it's funny because the, 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 the verse is in a sort of a E minor is kind of like dark and the video kind of talks you know it sort of speaks to that sort of dark road kind of that you're traveling um, it was it, it's me but it's, it's a bunch of other characters as well um, like most songs I write. And it, when it gets to the chorus, the person is trying to, they're basically trying to hold it together. Um, and they're, they're manifesting a, a a personality on the outside. That is one of being in control and being, um, you know, emanating sort of confidence and, uh, and, uh, re- relaxedness where we're underneath the, you know, there's just massive inner turmoil. <laughs> so we're going right. about our lives, you know, trying to, trying to hold it together and there's just beneath the surface, there's everything else that's happening. So, you know, one of the lines is brittle beneath the smile. Um, and then there's also another line later on where it's, uh, you know, Br- bristle beneath the smile so it's m- people sort of with a lot of rage and a lot of uh, resentment a lot of things going on for them but sort of maintaining a, a calm exterior um and it's it's sort right. of about that 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 our waking lives basically you and me and them yeah. <laughs> very good now i see you've got matt is his last name pronounced geo you got it yeah yeah. yeah yeah he's a, so he's your producer how do you how do the two of you work together? I found him because I was listening to a Katie Steele record Katie Steele from Little birdie an Australian band um, i I found yeah. this record of hers that was like a hers first solo record. I really liked what he did with it and i I basically looked up the credits. She was from a band like me and then you know she did a solo record that sounded quite different. Um, and she was working in a different production style. So I looked up the producer and I basically tracked him down. I sort of stalked him on the internet and found his details. And then I emailed him and, uh, sent him my stuff on and said, this is me. And I'd done some, uh, demos, um, with, or early beginnings of songs with Bob Shepard and he really loved right. what I'd done. And he liked the fact that I'd created quite a lot of it already. So all the songs were recorded, uh, in some part, um, partially, uh, and the, the words and music were all there. And what we did was deconstruct and build back up again, um, what I had. Um, and so, and we kept a lot of stuff that I did and, but we built on top of it and he, he, he just loved exactly. what I did. And you know, it's, it's, it's so great when you meet, Somebody who goes, oh man, you're you're great, (laughs) but I can I can really. (laughs) That's what you want to hear. Yeah, that is totally what you want to hear, isn't it? (laughs) I really like these songs, man. They're really good, and uh, like he he got into it very, um, very hands-on, very positive. Very, he's a multi-instrumentalist, so you know. Whilst I played quite a bit more guitar on this, he he, on this record, he he uh, he did a lot of. uh, He's a drummer, so he's very rhythmic. Rhythmic minded um so he's also just you know can do anything basically so i was very lucky works very fast too really fast yeah which is great for the the money it's great for the money (laughs) so you
0: mentioned bob shepherd who you've been working with for many years and he's based here in auckland Uh, so i I think you're mostly working as song co-songwriters these days what's what's the
1: thing that keeps you guys going keeps working together um well, we wrote this. We wrote, probably wrote the songs long, long time back. Um, I tend to write the song, and I'm not, I'm not uh, dismissing his input. He's more of, he's sort of the okay. editor. I, I bring the song to mm-hmm. him, and he he'll uh, say, yeah, um, take out these words. Put, how, try this word. Um, why don't we develop the melody like this? And he kind of tweaks what I've got a little bit so you know um he's more of that kind of we don't sit facing each other you know with guitars or anything he's more he's like change this word change the melody here um tighten this bit up here kind of gives me good ideas in that in that sense um so he I I I, he's he's a he's a great songwriter but he he's he's my editor in that sense um and he comes up with sometimes better ways of saying things than, than me. So, you know, um, I cut them in, <laughs> um, you know, and, yeah, uh, you that's go. what you should cut do. Him. Right. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about a
0: track called back to me. Is that a harp that's on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well spotted. Yeah. Actually, someone else said, wow, there's a harp on this. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and who's that, playing that? Uh, Matt's playing that. Um, the, the thing is that um, that song was completely deconstructed from what it was. We just basically kept the vocal and uh, we built it back up again. Um, and it's... It, it's very, um, it's very loose and kind of open, and uh, it's it's interesting sounding. I think someone said it sounded a bit like um, Radiohead or or uh, or that band that r- the Radiohead guys came um, came up with. I think they oh, the, the Adam something oh, or other. I, yeah, I know, what are they called? <laughs> someone Tomic. wrote it down. I and I went. Oh, okay. Um, Adams yeah. for peace maybe that's it yeah maybe that's it yeah so it's but basically i was I, i'm very open to um trying new things and not sounding like i did before so there's on this record there's quite a lot of things that are i think uh, right now being my age and the time i've been around on the earth i i have hallmarks that are always going to be me i have you know i just right. you know ideas of harmony and, uh, uh, melodic things that are always gonna be me. So I can't really change that, but what I can do is I can try and change the landscape a bit that they sit in. And, um, you know, my choices might be, I might go to certain things, but I'll try and work with someone who's gonna disrupt that a little bit. Um, and that's an example of, I think where we disrupted things a bit, um, and made it a bit interesting musically and, and rhythmically. Um, you know, he came up, Matt came up with the whole idea of the rhythm for that track with the drums and everything. So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of that on the record, I think. And there's, there's some more straight ahead stuff. And um, have you got the whole record? I heard the whole record. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's another one on there, um, which is, um, I forget the song sometimes Um, uh, (laughs) start this heart. Um, And that was, yes. that was a sort of a, almost sort of jangly sort of brit poppy kind of thing um uh it was sort of larsy kind of you know like the lars or something and then it was yeah and then we we made that and then i heard them that marlon record marlon um williams record, marlon and williams? um and yeah. i was like well maybe i can make it more about an acoustic sort of strum but very rhythmic up you know upstrokes and stuff and we sort of went right that direction do you know what i mean it's sort of um yep we really just deconstructed them from what they were and built them back up again. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. He's very, um, very, as I said, he's very quick, but he's also completely like, he's I've said this before, but he's, he's like a, he's a surgeon, you know, like he just, just gut the song. <laughs> he <sort of> right. <laughs> take, take off all the fat, you know, rip it apart and then sort of stitch it all back up together. Like he's, he's very, uh, un, um, well, he's, he's sensitive, but you know, to a point, <laughs> I come in sometimes and like there the song you would be, literally what I had would be on the floor, that would be gone and right oh, like,
0: my a God. bridge, the bridge. So like, what kind of discussion do you have when that happens?
1: There was a couple of moments that were pretty, I wouldn't say heated, but they were they were getting that way. Um, and um, I said, what are you done with the bridge? What, 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 where is it? And he's like, oh no, we don't need that. And uh, <laughs> I was like, he goes, oh, you've already said it. You've already said it once. He says, you don't need to say it again. I was like, okay. Uh, swallowing that is really hard sometimes as a as a songwriter and you go your favorite part potentially in the song is gone right. but then you go you listen yeah. to it a bit more and you live with it a bit more and then you realize that you may be a bit precious and the song is better like this and nine time 99 you know point nine percent of the time it was he was right you know so that's the that's the beauty of just right. staying open and you know being receptive to ideas that aren't yours gotcha now I was hoping
0: that we could touch on, I know you, you mentioned the fact that you've been doing this for a long time. You have a, a bit of a, a history behind you. And part of that history was a band called Second Child that you played in in the eighties and nineties here in Auckland in New Zealand with Chris Vandergeer. So have you, and nineties re, uh, re, nostalgia is rampant these days. Have you ever thought about getting the old band back together again? I know that you know.
1: You can't just disappear. told me i so far from here. Actually, it's funny you said that because Chris was in town a few months ago and he was here for, um, he works for, uh, he, he owns a company with Yoast Langfeld um which is uh big pop music and uh do you know big pop music they they oh, basically right. have yep. their own artist yep, roster yep, yep, yep. and stuff they hand they do a lot of different stuff um but they were here for a music conference yeah, i get i get emails from them <laughs> yeah yeah cool 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 so anyway he uh, he was here and we you know we had not a chance to you know he's in perth you know for crying out loud and we had the chance to catch right. up so we did a couple of times and it was just you know brilliant because he's just such a lovely guy and we we've never stopped being friends we just don't we don't start chat that much um and um we did laugh about you know potentially getting the the band back together and you know if there was any any reason to 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 maybe reignite that and we both really loved that record that we made this the one slinky that we did and, uh, yep. there, there's so much, um, there's so much in that time that we made together that sort of bonded us. We, we, we ended up being in the studio, in the lab, recording that when he was working there in downtime, right. downtime, like between when all the bands would leave about six and we would come in and work all through the night. And then we would leave, you know, early in the morning before they came back for their sessions. And he was working there and and I think he wrote off lo- loads of hours <laughs> uh, and oh, true, true, true. it was just the two of us like creating this record i mean there was there, there was the other guys in the band that did their bits, but we we essentially were we were rewriting or writing the songs in the studio, like you know like Mick and keith and um but without that that massive um you know bill at the end um and uh they yeah. it was just a really formative time and Anyway, we we chatted about that, and we we always we was sort of stay try and stay in touch, but it's just you know such a, a big distance between you know, New Zealand and Perth. So, um, but we we would love to get something together. I think I'd love to work with them again at some point. But there might be that yeah. you know if, if it wasn't if it was easy and fun, we'd do the second child thing. Maybe who knows? But he, he said to me, yeah, he said, cool. oh, "Did like,
0: you guys open for Nirvana once?"
1: Yeah 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 we did we did what was like, that like did. it was um <laughs> well it was it i think they just they just released Nevermind, and so there were i think yeah. they filled logan campbell center which we played which we used to call the logan concrete center because it was just sounded yes, so indeed. awful it still yeah. hasn't changed a bit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> still beautiful um the they were pretty tired at the end of their tour um i think and d- kept to themselves we played we went down pretty well actually. Um, and, uh, we're a bit punk here back at that stage. And, um, yeah, we went down pretty well and we did a bunch of really good supports, like Roland's band. We did Jesus and Mary chain. Um, we did Fugazi. We, we had some good, you know, we had some good spots We had some good times, you know? So, and we yeah, did a bunch We'd, we did big, big day out and stuff like that and you know like it was great yep. you know it was it was a beautiful it was a great time you know to be in a band and you know 20
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent so, so once this record is out what are you going to do are you touring are you
1: out there promoting it or are you working on the next one what's
0: what's the point? uh
1: well you know marty is an independent musician you're pretty much working all the time <laughs> On promoting music because if you right. don't, you it just gets lost in the sea. Everybody um, else is going to do it for you? Yeah, and <laughs> and that's pretty much what I do. I'm the I'm the roadie. I'm the I'm the uh, the, the manager. Um, I'm the 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 guy who brings in the tea. I'm I'm, I'm I do it all. Yep. Um, and you know when I've got this job now where I work and I can actually do my own work, you know, like my admin for my music. You know at the same time because it's a really good balance between that and um and that's what i said before about sort of creating a life whereas you know where there's balance between what you you know really love and then having to you know earn a living as well and trying to get that balance a little bit more in your favor and you know i really actually like my my job that i have but because it doesn't take anything away from me it, it it only just adds to my life you know Um, so I would love to do some, I'd love to do some touring. I'd love, I mean, I've been playing quite a bit in Perth because Perth is a great town for, that's got its own music scene. It's very music orientated. There's no, I've been explaining this to people. When I lived in Sydney, I'd be playing in, in bars and there'd be 10 TV screens behind me with the league on. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it wasn't league, right? like, it wasn't what I call music orientated, right? People were there. Gotcha. They weren't there necessarily to see you. Uh, you were there and the league was on as well. Or the, And there'd be pokies, like there'd be a pokies, um, you know, bay like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, around yeah, the corner. Mean. So there's no pokies in WA. Hasn't never been. And um, league's not very popular here. <laughs> but also <laughs> the sport orientated, it's not; it's music orientated. So you go to a, you play at a wine bar or you play at, play at a pub, and there's no TV sets in sight. It's people are sitting there; they might be having dinner, but you're they're playing. You're playing to them, and they're they're listening. And um, gotcha. and I find that that's really refreshing. And there's a lot more places to play, small places, intimate places. Um, and with the record release, I'm playing with a the band. I got a band together. Oh, and, cool! Uh, five five piece band and uh, i'm really looking forward to that because we're going to make a lot of noise and and it's going to be fun um okay. you know and there'll be any know, chance of you coming to new zealand yeah. and making noise i'd love to um i'm i'm trying to get, i'm going to hit up maybe kurt shanks and see if he can yeah get put good. me on a put me on a bill but i'll you know i'll have to i have to get popular a little bit popular f- probably because he he's probably banking on me <laughs> like bringing some people to the gig or something. So, or I'll we'll see, maybe a second, the second child reunion, maybe, I don't know. Whatever makes more money that for them. could do it, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All righty. Well, thank you for spending all this time talking to me and good luck with the record when it's out. And uh, hopefully we'll, we will see you in one form or another uh, here in New Zealand soon.
1: Thank you so much, Marty. Thanks for the opportunity. And it's, uh, it's always great to see you and I wish you all the best with your, yep. uh, with your endeavors as well.